start from the beginning? Or you want to start about, um, t- can you talk about your first interview that you did on the backstretch so, for the real players? So the first interview on the backstretch for the real players was Chad Brown. And Chad Brown is one of the biggest trainers in today's time. And that was the first interview on the backstretch. And how how'd you get it? And did people kind of at first was it hard to get that first interview? No, that first interview was actually easy because we had a, I had a relationship with Chad. Yeah. So I knew Chad, Chad knew me, and I think he was kind of surprised when we when we steamrolled on him inside the backstretch. We like, hey Chad, we doing the program, the real players inside the backstretch. And can you give us an interview? Tell us. And he said, sure. And and if you look at it, he kind of took us around and showed us. Um, he showed us some horses and told us about his favorite trainer and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and and how many um, episodes or shoots have you done since then? I'm probably well over a thousand interviews. Wow. I didn't post it all, but I got well over a thousand. I think on... On YouTube, I got over 400 interviews on YouTube. And on Facebook, I probably got about 600 up there. And I got probably about 400 I didn't even release yet. And you've traveled around the country, right? Not just up in Saratoga. You've gone to other tracks around the country? Yeah, we traveled everywhere. I went to Kentucky. I went to the, um, Pegasus in Florida. We went to, um, yeah, we went all over. I'm going to New Orleans That's great. next month. What's what's one of your most memorable interviews? I got to, you know, I like Robbie Davis. Robbie Davis is is like he's always on point. Like I wake up to talk to guys like Robbie cuz Robbie is the guy that you ask him a question, he he's he's he, he's going to take it and go. You know, he, he's not gun shy and he tell great stories. I also like Roy Sills is a is is another Another one of my favorites, you know. Um, pretty much every everybody is my favorite. They all unique, and everybody got a, a good story. And for me, all these interviews is is I'm learning something because I don't really know the industry as much as most people that follow racing do. So it's for me, it's like educational. It's school for me. So where do you see this? Um your YouTube channel going over the next few years? <clears throat> over the next few years, I think this is being this channel, this content, me as a content creator, not the channel. Cause I believe is the, is the, is the creator and not the content. You know, most people want to think it's the content. I think it's the person. I think it's you, you know, that being said, I feel like I'm going to grow the, the, the content in a space where I want to involve the real players. Because, you know, I said I want to raise a million dollars, right? I think I went about it the wrong way. That wasn't the right approach. Because when people say, ah, oh, you want to raise a million dollars, first thing people say, you want to make a million dollars, you know? And I really, the, the real approach was I'm looking for a brand, a company, a corporation to partner with the real players. And they give away a million dollars. And they figure out how they could how they could recoup that million, whether it be marketing, however they want to do it that way. So where's a win-win for everybody? 
you know, and that's one of the things I want to do with the real players. Do you think, though, maybe you'll get to a point where you realize that the content you're creating is worth a million dollars, right? The stories that you're telling. Um, um, is this content that can be stitched together um, into, you know, I mean, I think about the guy, you want to talk about million dollar content. I think about the guy, Humans of New York. Have you ever seen this guy? I love that. Right? I love that. I mean, this is a guy who I think if you heard his story, right, he was laid off, I think maybe in 2008, uh, lost his job, didn't even really have a camera, picked up an old camera and started going around New York City, taking photos of people and telling their stories on Facebook. And, you know, a matter of years, he was doing interviews with the most powerful leaders in the world. Um, and he is now, he's generating hundreds of thousands of dollars for people, right, in their causes. And, you know, he's, he's done books and he's done speaking tours, right? Um, I mean, you're, in a way, I feel like you've got a Humans of New York brand for the backstretch. And you know it's going in that in in that direction. I see it. It's definitely I'm going in that direction. So, and you know the funny thing is, I think I'm going to end up giving away the million dollars. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna generate that kind of interest just off the content. But bigger than that, I, the real players is the is the is the biggest reality show I think to come that you're gonna see on TV. Because here you have it. An industry that's twenty four seven, three sixty five. It never turns off, and and you meet some of the, you meet all walks of life back there. You know, like, like the humans in New York, mm-hmm. rich, poor, broke. However, every walk of life, and such amazing stories. And I feel like if I could figure it out, how I could get to every track and make this as like a like a like a reality show, mm-hmm. with. Solving real issues, talking about real problems, talking about real history. You know, it's just the content is special. Well, you've already made it to the front page of the Sunday New York Times, right? Sports section. Um, Shout out to Joe Drape. How'd you, what'd you think when you got that call? You know, I was, I was happy, but I wasn't surprised. To say I was surprised, I, I wasn't surprised, but I was extremely excited that we was getting recognized and, you know, and we was getting recognized for doing something cool. You know, a lot of people get on the internet with content and they put on a monkey suit and they do stuff just for views. And I felt like, cause this is a hard gig creating content, you know, going around to all these tracks. Like if people understand what I, what, how I got all this content is amazing. I literally, sacrifice last two years of my life just going to the backside every single day hours and hours and walking around and it's a lot of it's a lot of work yeah no i i I think um yeah it's it's hard to appreciate uh how much effort and time goes into producing that that channel it's a lot and it's still a lot of more work to do that's why I want to involve the real players now. I'm asking these guys to send me their content, and so I want to start making like a playlist on the channel of the content that the people send in, and 
you know, I put all the information in. They got a cash app. People can, you know, because we live in real time. If I don't, people want to support you, they could they could tap into you directly. We want to be that avenue of just a support system. You know, the right. goal is to pull up to the back stretch with a tractor trailer, you know, filled with, with, with goods like these guys need because the conditions for the most part back there sometimes is kind of, it's kind of rough. Yeah. You know, can you talk more about that? It's tough, man. When you go on the backside, people, some people's not even sleeping on beds back there, you know, and it's rough. But when you talk to these people, they don't tell you nothing about the bad conditions or whatever it is. Is And that's what always, that's what keep me going, man, because these guys just love this thing that nothing else matters but the horses. That kind of commitment to the horses and commitment to this lifestyle is, like, unmatched. You know, these guys is traveling. This is like a traveling gig. Mm -hmm. They just come and crash and burn for whatever amount of time they did. Yeah. So it's just, you know. And we choose. I choose not to. That's why when you look at the real players, I chose not to focus on nothing negative because it's easy in life to pick out all the things that's negative and then to take away from the real story of the people. You know, I feel like if I come and tell your story and if, if your story is genuine, it's going to speak for itself and, you know, the blessings is going to come.